hello and welcome to Rich in Relationship. And today my guest is Gabrielle Hartley, who is an attorney, a mediator, a coach, and an author, as well as a public speaker. And Gabrielle is kind of a new friend. She's bubbly and vivacious, and you're going to love her. How are you, Gabrielle? I'm good. How are you, Rich? I, I'm pretty bubbly and vivacious myself. <laughs> I just got back from Chicago. I'm so glad to be back in New York. So I, I, I've read your bio and I know all about you, but tell our audience, how did you get into the divorce field, which is your, which is your specialty? So it's, it's funny. Um, divorce is about the last thing that I intended to pursue when I went to law school. Um, my parents had divorced when I was nine and my brother was six, and we changed mm -hmm. houses every day and had a truly cooperative shared parenting plan. You notice I said we because... I've like taken on their divorce as mine. I noticed, mm -hmm. I caught myself saying that a lot as I well, go. But it is yours, you know, you're it's a part fun. of it. And I, I think it's important for you to say that because the parents don't often get it, that it's not just them getting divorced. The whole, the whole, there's a death to the whole family as it was. That's exactly right. And sometimes I'm on, you know, I'm on a lot of podcasts and um, people say almost confrontationally, like, well, I know you've been a divorce attorney and mediator for 25 years. And I know you have all this incredible experience, but have you been divorced? And I say, well, let me tell you about it. <laughs> so anyhow, um, I took family law pass-fail. I had one option for a pass-fail course when I was in law school. And mm -hmm. I just had no desire to pursue it. But what happened was um, one thing led to another, and I got this fantastic opportunity to work for Judge Jeffrey Sunshine in New York State Supreme mm -hmm. Court, where I had the chance to... Um, resolve nearly a thousand crazy trial ready cases and I found that I loved it and I was really good at it and I was like wow I am so bad at so many things but I am so good at this and so um, I've been divorced mediating ever since then I now mediate a lot online but I wanted to do more I wanted to take it beyond mm -hmm. the people who hire me and help to inspire people who are going through navigating the divorce, as well as professionals who work with divorcing people. And so I created the Better Apart Method. And now I have this book, Better Apart, The Radically Positive Way to Separate, which was endorsed by Gwyneth Paltrow and called- I saw that, I was very impressed. Oh, thank you. And I, it was called The Conscious Uncoupling How-To by People Magazine and the New York Post compared it to um, Marie Kondo's tidying up, and I would thought, well, breaking up doesn't typically spark joy, but it can be the launch pad to a better future. Fantastic. How do you get that book, by the way? I'll put, I'm going to put it in the notes, but let's make sure everyone knows. Well, it's Especially a tradition. You can get it on Amazon. Yeah, I mean, HarperCollins published it, so mm -hmm. you can just get it absolutely anywhere. You can get it directly from HarperCollins. If, you, if your listeners are law firms, if you get a copy and you like it and you would like to share it with your clients, um, and I'll tell you about it, um, but contact me directly, gabriellehartley.com, or contact HarperCollins directly because mm -hmm. you can get a greatly reduced rate in the price of the book if you buy a larger quantity. Awesome. To so, so what's so, the heart of this book? I mean, right. So my message is spectacular. <laughs> Besides well, that you wrote it. You be the judge if it's spectacular or not. I, I worked very hard on it. But well, Gwyneth Paltrow um, likes it, so it's got to be good, right? Well, that, you know, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. So um, basically, I wanted to create something 
that was a way that people who no matter how ugly their divorce was that they had tools to feel strong and to feel whole and grounded through and beyond the process mm -hmm. right so, so my whole vision was not oh people who are mediating will both read this book i mean it's great for people who are mediating i send it to all of my clients mm -hmm. but even if you find yourself in horrible litigation it's a five-step protocol which which i think um connected or resonated a lot with Gwyneth because she did have that she was lucky enough to have that sort of separation process mm -hmm. but you know we can't all be Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow and what do we do about that and so what Better Apart does what I've done is I've broken it down into a five-tiered model which is um, patience respect peace clarity and forgiveness so i know i don't want to like have everybody's eyes glaze over but let me briefly tell you what each is about okay so patience is about taking a step back and not getting sucked into the fight yeah and there's lots of tools how to do that walking away deep breathing affirmations mantras all, all different things that can help you actually physically mentally make space so that so you can start to hear it sounds like at the heart of patience is trigger management that's exactly right. Trigger management. I have I haven't heard that precise term. Uh, and so you know, like I'm a mental health professional, so I use all these terms. That, so for those of you who don't know, trigger management is about um, you, you know we all have this part of our brain that's always looking, looking, looking for danger, and the second it sees danger, you know we're triggered. And often with in couples, um, they're they're triggering each other all the time because they especially when they're separating, getting separated, or divorced. So they can be having a, a conversation that two other people would just be every day and might set one or, or probably both of them off. And so it sounds like pay, it, the tools you're offering in patients, uh, mindfulness and that kind of thing are all around that. that that's right. So I call it um, learning to be responsive rather than reactive. Oh, that's I love that. Yeah. Responsive rather than reactive. That's perfect. So for the individual and also for the professional, like the, the professional training that I do is about how to close your cases with more ease and have a more efficient practice dealing with the most impossible adversaries. Because mm. that's, that's a real thing. But anyway, so patience. Respect is all about creating stronger boundaries. Uh-huh. It's about... So Shelby, it's not just respect for others, it's respect for self. It's first and foremost, respect for yourself, right? Yeah. So it's um, recognizing that not everybody can be there maybe for you when you're going through the divorce. It doesn't mean that they're bad. It doesn't mean they weren't your friend. It just means maybe you have to shelve this relationship for a period of time, mm -hmm. and then you can come back to it when you're no longer during this crisis mode. Mm -hmm. um, it's about learning where to where how not to catastrophize versus how not to marginalize mm -hmm. and the space in between right mm -hmm. so we have patience respect the next one is peace peace is yeah exactly it's not about rainbows and fairies and unicorns on fluffy clouds i have a really nice slide about that i like a good unicorn but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but not, not now and what it's really about is recognizing the neutral it's okay. about noticing the meh, because when we're like, all right, when, it's, when things are good enough, that's a place where we can start moving forward. So what does that mean in the context of your divorce or breakup? It means verbally articulating when things are just 
okay, people need to hear eight to 12 positives for every negative. And if we want any forward movement, you need to really make a concerted effort to verbalize positive observations. Hey, thanks for being on time. Now, like, why are you thanking for somebody to be on time? They're supposed to be on time. But still, that as long as you don't say it like, oh, thanks for being on time. Yeah. Right. Hey, thanks for being on time. You know, great job. But don't say it in a condescending way, right? Mm -hmm. And similarly, if you're a divorce professional and you're at the table with an impossible adversary who just won't let you close the deal, reflect the points of agreement because that person is going to hear you reflecting back the positive things and they're going to process that as something positive. And while you may not completely turn them around in a moment, little by little, you can start inching the process more. Uh, uh, makes perfect sense. You're refocusing them on what's been agreed upon already, the small victories you've already had. So, and so it gets them off of uh, whatever negative track they may have, their mind may have slipped off on. I love that. Precisely. And then, then so we've done patience, respect, peace. Clarity is all about getting clear. So that's wanting, separating wants from needs. It's also getting clear on where are my boundaries being checked? Mm -hmm. You know, what, how am I responding? How am I reacting? This whole better apart method is an iterative practice, mm -hmm. right? So it's not like, oh, well, I want the house. I want the this. I want the that. It's also getting clear on what are my positions versus how do I feel? What are the emotions beneath the positions, right? Uh -huh. Because when we um, know the emotions of our ex or if we're the professional, if we hear in the colloquy in this conversation about what what's the underpinning of the stated position of like, I want the house. Well, what does I want the house mean? It might mean I want to make sure I have a stable place to live. I want to make sure that I'm not perceived as a loser, whatever it is. So the position, the position would be, I want the house and what you're separating out are the reasons why. The reasons and right. And the emotional underpinnings, because when we can start to actively listen, as you can tell, I talk a lot, but uh, <laughs> I can actually. You know That's great for a podcast. Keep going. <laughs> oh, <it's really> easy. <laughs> no. um, and um, and so so getting really clear allows us to start to give more of what the other person wants. Yeah. When we give more of what the other person wants, magically more of what we want. It's not really magic, but I don't. I, you know, you you can probably. Well, what I'm hearing you say is once we get clear that the house is really about safety, security, or how it, your image or whatever it is that that then the house becomes less important and you can negotiate the house without giving up what's really important to you. And I know that, you know, a lot of couples report that when they go to, to uh, when they get divorced or even when they go to couples counseling, very often they feel like they're compromising something, some key value. And this is separating out the values from the material so that it's exactly. easier to negotiate. Exactly. Separating the value from the material. That's a really, that is an awesome way to say it, Rich. I love that. Um, I'm going to have to remember that. Um, so, Thank you. And <laughs> thank you. I'll reinforce that. Well, thank you. <laughs> You're that. so smart. Yeah. So, so, so then, um, the last of the five pieces that that the better part method itself has, and we can talk about the application in a second. It's forgiveness. Now, forgiveness is a really oh, good important. topic. It's so a important. It's it's so important. But what? But I I'm going to talk about forgiving yourself mm. because. 
holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Yes, I've heard this expression. Yeah, I didn't make it up. And, and I actually did quite a bit of research to see who did make it up, but it's, it is of unknown origin. Yes. Officially, of unknown origin, right? Yes. Um, and so, you know, when we're hurt, when something bad has happened, being angry does serve a protective feature. There's value to it in the beginning. But you meet people who have been holding on to anger for five years, 10 years, 20 years, 40 years, their whole life, they're still angry that they were somehow taken advantage of, misused, abused, something went awry, and that becomes their internal narrative. And the whole point of the better part method on a really macro level mm -hmm. is to, re to help the reader recognize that you have internal agency to powerfully change your narrative one moment at a time, one story at a time. Mm -hmm. I love it. So, so the method, so the book for the end reader and the, there's, you can access the key points of the book also online. I have a masterclass on my website, which comes with a complimentary conversation with me one-to-one -to, -one to navigate your own personal needs. And I'll, yeah, it's, it's actually, it's a really, yeah, I saw, I saw the, the price for it and it's an incredible value because one-to-one -one time with Gabrielle is not cheap. I think the course is actually less than it's actually hired Gabrielle. I don't think people notice that the course is there enough. Um, it's it's almost funny. Like sometimes people call me and I'm like, if you just got the course, you would have just saved a chunk of money. But anyway, that's a whole other podcast. So you know, um, so what I really spent a lot of time doing for the end user, which I hope is really helpful to your listeners and to the reader, is I go through parenting, mm -hmm. to divorce, financial agreements and arrangements. And not only do we go through like, what finances do you have to pay attention? What's the difference between assets, debts, income expenses, right? Then we take those things and then we look at them through the lens of patience, peace, respect, clarity, and forgiveness. So mm -hmm. it's all integrated. I do the same thing with parenting. I talk about shared parenting, sole custody, you know, eight considerations for parenting plans, what parenting plans can look like, you know, what matters, what doesn't matter. There's this whole, you know, a lot of people are very, very focused on not having too many transitions for the child. Well, I push back even to judges to say, oh, you don't want the kid ping-ponging. Well, I say, why can't we look at it like flowing, right? We're flowing between the two houses. The issue is not the transition. The issue is the conflict. We need stop the fighting. And we as divorce professionals, I believe have a very big responsibility here that I think needs to be taken very seriously. Mm -hmm. That is not to say there's no place for litigation. There are people who are dealing with impossible true narcissists, not the one that's like thrown around, oh, you know, he's a narcissist, but true yeah, narcissists. Everyone's a narcissist when you're getting divorced, I've noticed. That's right, right. Obsessive compulsive narcissistic personality disorder. When I worked for the judge, I saw that like you know, they these these ten thousand dollar evaluations would come in, and I would, you know, touch the top of it and say, "Let me guess." The person came back as you know, and, and <laughs> it's kind of comical. Um, well, maybe it's only narcissists that are being divorced, so it could be that. Or half of everybody, right? Divorced. <laughs> half, half the population is narcissist. So, um, and then I, I also go through the different methods of getting divorced. I explain what is collaborative. Mm -hmm. What is collaborative with a small C versus a large C? 
Can we go to mediation even when we're litigating? Mm -hmm. What is mediation? What is attorney-assisted mediation? And I go through all of that. I now personally offer mediation all over the country. And you know, I only speak English, but I can do it all over the world. I've done it in Australia already and in England already. Online divorce mediation. That is not law. That is literally mediation. Putting your children first mm -hmm. and making sure everybody is as financially secure or set to be secure as possible, given the facts and circumstances of your case. So, so yeah, so the better part method is really strong and um, it's a lot of fun. I'm having a great time. I've been talking, you know, on podcasts all over the world and all over the country, but. Fantastic. It sounds actually like an amazing system. I mean, all the core qualities that you would need to let go of your own stuff, and to start to focus outward is there. It's really, really, I, I'm going to read the book, I promise, Scout's Honor. Uh, and, and I talk a lot about um, letting go of blame, and you and I were speaking right before we were recording. I talk about, um, in clarity, letting go of the blame and becoming your own active visionary, because it's so much more fun. It's easier to focus on the blame, but it's more fun to focus on, well, what do I want? Where do I go from here? We're here now, and this might yes. suck. Yeah, no, I, I do. I say I, suck on the podcast, but <laughs> I, no, I do that. I do a divorce-proof your kids program for divorcing parents, and the the starting point is exactly what you're talking about. If as a parent we can't get off of blaming the other parent, we can't really focus forward. Not that the other parent is isn't wrong. Not that they haven't done bad things, but hanging out in that blame and anger. It's not a starting point for building a future. Well, that's right. And, if you and it's disempowering. I mean, if, if, we're, if we live in blaming the other person, basically what we're saying over and over is, look what they did to me, look what they did to me, as opposed to, what am I going to do for myself? What's next for me? You know, right. and, and they may have done those things, but that's not the point. The point is, we're, when we're driving the car, if we're looking over here, the car goes over here. That's that, right. That's the whole problem with that. So we only have um, a limited amount of mental energy, right? And where we put our energy is where our energy flows. So we want to be mindful of noticing our thoughts. And when our thoughts are going into that you know, negative place, like you just said, driving the car in that blame place or spinning in that negative loop, we need to actively reorient ourselves. And so mm -hmm. better part also has a it's very rich in mindfulness practice there's a lot of mantra work there's a lot of journaling mm -hmm. um it's beyond the scope of this podcast but i really encourage your listeners to you know jump on the master class and activate your conversation with me all you have to do is you purchase the master class and then just send me a message or an email and we schedule right away your one-to-one and journaling and mindfulness are all great resilience building practices. I mean, that these are the things that help us bounce back in life. I love it. I love, I love what you're doing with, with both with professionals and with people actually getting divorced. I love that, you, that you're both helping professionals learn how to manage themselves with other professionals. And also they can bring that to their clients. And I love that you're working directly with people in the divorce community. That's really sweet. I have... A couple oh, of questions. A couple of questions for you before we wrap up. Okay. I have well, my... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. You have one more. You go first. No, no, me. No, you. No, me. <laughs> so the other thing is for professionals, um, it's also for them. Self care. 
Yeah. And lawyers especially need self-care. And I, I don't just train lawyers. I train CDFAs, mm -hmm. therapists who are very rich in this. They seem to enjoy it. I, I think it's maybe um, reinforcing a lot of things that maybe they learned in a different context in school or with their clients and um, as well as, as coaches and other divorce professionals. Okay, I'm sorry for interrupting. No, no, I, I can imagine because I think inevitably what happens in any profession is as we walk into it, hopefully we walk into it with passion for what we do like, like yourself and myself. And as we start scaling and uh, getting busy, we were actually talking about this a little bit before the call, then our, our self-care practices and our resilience practices start to either dribble down or maybe we just stop doing them. And, That's right. <laughs> and so I could see how what you have would be so vital, especially for successful professionals who are just like, oh my God, I've got so many balls in the air and if I stop, you know, they're all gonna drop. You know, uh, it's, it's sort of vital that we give ourselves that space and, and the practices that you're encouraging are right on. Thank you. Okay, I know you had questions. Yeah, so this is my question. So what is, if, if we were, God forbid, at your funeral, oh God. but we all have them, right? It's gonna happen to everybody. It's inevitable that death and taxes. What is the, what is the legacy you would wanna be, leave behind? What is it that you'd like people to be saying about you? Besides, oh, she looks so good. <laughs> um, the, the, the ship sailed for me on that one, but you could still, so you're I still have, there. I have an uncle who's a, um, he's like a world-renowned surface science physicist, and he has been asking me this question my whole life, like, what's the footprint you want to leave? Mm. And I was sort of pushed back that, like, really what I want is to be remembered for being a really good friend, a mm -hmm. really good family member, a really loyal person. Um, that had strong core values and that made people around me, you know, feel loved and supported. So it's really a personal kind of thing, what I want to be remembered for. Um, professionally, I, I would like to, I would say, like, sort of be the Gloria Steinem of the positive divorce movement. You know, I want to be an important change maker in um, shifting the global conversation of what divorce means so the legacy of the children can turn into something that's at least neutral if not positive fantastic fantastic that is really fantastic yeah neutral if not positive you know i, I my experience so far is that anything can be a positive but it may not feel like it while you're in the middle of it that is so right amen word yeah all right well we're pretty much out of time um so you've already given us your contact information. Is there anything else we need to know to, to, to learn from you, to, to so the be best, in touch with you? Um, you can follow me on Instagram at Better Apart or at Gabrielle underscore Hartley underscore ESQ. You'll put that in your show notes. Um, and if you just go to GabrielleHartley.com, you can see all of my offerings. If you search around a little, you'll see I have a weekly blog. Mm -hmm where I have lots of wonderful guests. I'd like, you to, I'd like to invite you to be a guest writer. Um, Thank you. I, um, I, I had Laura, celebrity lawyer, Laura Wasser wrote this week's, um, and Tracy put a very interesting piece in. And um, basically go to gabriellehartley.com. You can find absolutely everything there. I am offering the certification class live just about monthly i'm trying to do it um i've got one coming up on march 23rd and march 30th and in april i'm going to do it as a one shot on april 30th 
Um, and I do have financial aid for that if the pricing is a problem. My masterclass comes with a, a complimentary one-to-one -one on with me, and you can find that all there. Terrific. Well, thank you so much. I, I want to give you a big hug, but it's all virtual, so it just, right. Hi, Glenn. Hey. <laughs> so Thanks awesome again. to talk to you. Thank you so much for having me. This was a lot of fun. And thank you for coming. Thank you.